Happy Monday, everybody. So it's been another two weeks since I've uploaded a podcast. So I, again, apologize for that. The holidays are a busy time. That's my only excuse. Um, so this week I, well, a couple weeks ago, I posted on Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, asking for questions because I wanted to do a Q&A podcast. And I kind of got overwhelmed with questions, so I kind of put them into categories. So there might be a part one and a part two. So this is going to be part one of Shut Up Shelby's Q&A podcast. So the first question that I received was, how did you know you were gay? So I've gotten this question, obviously, over the past two years. I don't know if I consider myself a lesbian, bisexual. I just, I fell in love with a person and it happened to be a woman. That's kind of how I think of it. Um, I think now that I've been in a relationship with a woman, I realize that I could not be in a relationship with a man ever again. Um, and I was at a training recently on LGBTQ sensitive mental health care. And they were talking about how you can be romantically attracted to someone and then sexually attracted to someone. And so I kind of figured out about myself that I'm romantically lesbian, meaning I just want to be in relationships with a woman um, and sexually bisexual. So like I could be intimate with a man or a woman but just don't want a relationship with a man. So I hope that kind of answers things. Um, I could kind of go back and talk about, um, I mean, when I was 13, I remember thinking about other women being attractive more than just like, oh, she's cute, or oh, I like her hair. Like, I was in junior high, and I remember thinking about other girls that way. Um... So, I hope that answers that. Um, The next question was like a follow-up to that. How did your family take it? Well, I don't really think I had like a typical coming out, I would say. Um, I just kind of got into a relationship with a woman. Like there wasn't like this big coming out or like a Facebook post or anything. I just met a person and fell in love and it happened to be a woman instead of a man. Um, Most of my family was very supportive and still are. Um, My parents seem to be struggling with it a little more. Um, And also at that training, I kind of learned that, I mean, I think we all kind of know about parents of transgender children. They kind of go through that grieving process. Um, If they they had a um, daughter, a female at birth um, that wanted to be a male, they kind of go through that grieving process of grieving their daughter. Um, And I've always heard that parents have kind of an idea of what they want your life to be or what they think your life's going to look like. And I think my parents did have that for me. Um, And I don't think that it was in their idea 
um, or ideas that I would be marrying a woman. Um, so I think they're kind of maybe just grieving their straight daughter. I don't know. That's just kind of my thoughts lately. Um, what advice would you give someone who thinks they might be gay or bi? I guess I would just say be being your true authentic self feels amazing. Um, now that I'm in a relationship with a woman and ever since I got into a relationship with a woman, I feel so free. And there was always something missing in the relationships I had in the past, which happened to be with men. And I couldn't quite put my finger on it. But now I'm like, there's just nothing missing. Like there's, there's a physical connection. There's an emotional connection. There's a mental connection. There's every single kind of connection with her. And there's just nothing missing. And I don't have that feeling of, how am I going to get out of this relationship? What do I need to do to end this? I don't have that feeling of um, that we're not going to last. In all of my previous relationships, I knew I wasn't going to be with that person for the rest of my life. I have no feelings of that with my fiancé right now. I... I don't want out. I don't want to find a way out. I'm here to stay committed. So I would just give you the advice to be your true, authentic self. No matter if you're worried about what your family's going to say, friends are going to say, it's going to feel good for you, and that's what's most important. Um, Next question was, what's the first thing that attracted me to my fiancé? So we met on... Instagram so I would say I saw a picture of her on her Instagram account um I would say her hair and there's just something about like her smirk or her smile um in the first picture that she sent me of herself just she just I I feel like I just fell in love like love at first sight um I I can't really explain it Um, that would be the physical attraction, but when we met, um, the first thing that attracted me to her was that she was so herself, and she was, when we met, I feel like she was just getting to know her true authentic self, too, so that we kind of went through that together, and that was really, really awesome for me, um, she's really good at being herself and not caring what other people think and I really admire that about her um and the next question was how did I know my fiance is the one well like I said earlier past relationships I always had this feeling that a something was missing and b how am I going to get out um so in past relationships I would have a plan of how I'm going to end it how I'm going to make them end it And I always felt like something was missing. Um, So I wasn't a very good significant other at all because I was always just saying something was missing and I just, I sucked. Um, So I knew, I knew she was the one when I didn't have that feeling of wanting to get out. Um, I have a feeling and a sense of home with her that I've never had with anybody. And I don't want to make a plan to try and get out of this. 
I mean, we bought a house together. We're getting married. I don't have any plans or any reservations. So that is how I knew. Um, I will go into the next few questions since I have time. So the next question was, what is your favorite quality about yourself? My favorite quality about myself would be that I'm always willing to learn and I'm very open-minded. Um, I love learning, whether it's at a school-type training setting. I love trainings for work. Um, I love learning new things at work. I love learning new things from my friends. Um, just learning new things to me is super exciting, and I love that about myself. Um, and the next question was, any advice you would give your younger self about happiness? I would probably go back to being your true authentic self when i was younger i always tried to dress like my best friend or be like that celebrity on the cover of that magazine or um i would do things to try to be like or look like other people and i think that's part of growing up you don't really know who you are yet um but if you have any like inkling in your head when you're young, when you're in high school especially, that maybe you're different than what you're showing the world, just be yourself. That is, that's the advice. I mean, that's the advice I'd give any young person. What is your most life-defining moment that shaped who you are today, small or big? Oh, that's a tough one. Um, I struggled a lot when I was, um, in, like, my last year of high school with behavior issues, um, when I was 17, and I was sent to Alabama for a program for at-risk teens called Outward Bound, um, my last year of high school, so I was gone for 30 days. It was in, uh, Alabama, and we, I was with, I think, six other or five other four other kids I can't I don't know how there were eight people total I can't remember um and then there were three instructors so um I would say my outward bound experience shaped who I am today and that was for me it was a big thing um I came out of that experience I graduated with honors um I still am in touch with people that I went through that with and that's amazing to me because it was in 2009 um and basically it was an um it was like a wilderness expedition it was 30 days in the woods we would get up every morning work out make breakfast pack up and then canoe on a river to the next campsite every single day. So I got into the best shape of my life, I would say. I was healthy. I was, you know, at first I was like, I don't want to be sent away. I don't want, I don't want to do this. I don't want to meet new people. That was super scary to me. Um, But man, when I got there, I didn't want to leave. I found friends who became family. um, And that is truly the experience that made me want to go into social work all of the other kids that were there would always come to me for advice on things or um 
if we were having group time around the campfire and someone got upset and left, I would always be able to kind of go over to them and talk them down and bring them back to the group. Um, and that's actually the next question is why did I go into the field I'm in? Hands down, my experience with Outward Bound. Because um, all, th- all three of our instructors were social workers and I was just like, this is what I want to do. Like, if I can do this in my personal life and help my friends and even before Outward Bound, my friends would always come to me and people just have always naturally just told me their life story, even just random strangers. So I was like, if I can do this in my personal life, I can make a living out of this and that it just makes me feel really good. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, I would say that's why I went into social work and... Um, There's one more question not related to really anything I've talked about. There's a couple questions about my eating and working out. So someone said they wanted to know about my eating and cooking style and working out. So uh, 13 days ago, I started the Jillian Michaels 30-Day Shred. Nothing too crazy. Um, I just feel better about myself when I work out. So as simple as that, I'm just doing that every day in my basement every morning. Um, after that, I'm going to start a new DVD. I don't like gyms and I don't like working out with other people. I really like working out alone. It's a personal thing for me. Um, and I don't like going to gyms and spending the money on that. So having a space in my basement at home to work out is awesome. Um, as far as my eating, if you know me, you know I'm gluten free, um, completely. And, cooking a lot of people ask me about this so starting in January of this year it was kind of one of my new new year's resolutions was I was going to make a menu every month for dinners and I've done that every month um so we're into December now so all 12 months of this year I've made a menu for every single night of the week of what I'm going to cook and then I will load up my grocery cart on Hy-Vee aisles online um, and then it's a lot easier to save money and just know what's for dinner the next night and you don't have to worry about it or ask your significant other what we're eating and um, so making a menu and, and meal planning we just do dinners during the week and that's it because weekend maybe we'll go out or we'll order in or um, we'll have leftovers whatever so it's really easy. It makes things really simple. I think I'm going to continue to do that forever. Um, so usually what I cook, um, I'm, I have a lot of crock pot recipes. Um, I have a lot of different like pasta, gluten-free pasta recipes. Um, sometimes we just have like steak and vegetables or chicken and vegetables or pork chops um, so it's nothing too crazy. I do I do enjoy cooking now that I have a beautiful kitchen to cook in. Um, so as long as it's gluten-free, I'll eat it usually. Um, I don't like seafood. That's really the only thing. Um, and a lot of my recipes, actually, they're not gluten-free, but I just modify them to be. Um, And then somebody asked, what exactly is gluten and how do you know if you're allergic to it? So without doing any extensive research, to my knowledge, gluten is a protein found in wheat. 
So if anything has wheat flour in it, it's a no. If anything says wheat-free, gluten-free, it's a yes. So if you go to the bottom of the ingredients list on anything that you buy and it says that little contains milk ingredients or contains egg, contains peanuts, it'll say contains wheat also. So if it says that, I don't buy it. I look at the ingredients on every single thing I buy just to double check. Um, even if it's labeled gluten-free, I'm just in the habit of looking at the ingredients list and I can find wheat really, really fast now because that's just kind of what I've uh, filtered my brain to look for. So to my knowledge, it's a protein found in wheat. Um, and how do you know if you're allergic to it? So I got tested for celiac disease and it was negative. Um, <clears throat> I have heard that every person has some sort of intolerance to gluten. Um, the only way I know of to find out is to eliminate it for 30 days completely and then reintroduce it to your body. And if you have a reaction to it, you either have an intolerance or you're allergic. And if you don't have a reaction, you're good to go. Um, so that's really all I have to say about that. So this is probably like my longest podcast. We're at 17 minutes. So that's actually all the questions. So we don't have to do a part two. I might do a part two. If people have other questions, send them to me. Um, you can do it anonymously or just direct message me and I could do a part two Q and A. Otherwise, this would be it. So thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry I haven't uploaded in a couple weeks. Thanks for joining Shut Up Shelby podcast once again. Bye.